Episode 4, From Garage to Kalindula. A significant portion of Zambia's rock output in the 1970s is forged in the Copper Belt province, the northernmost region of the country, bordering the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The mining towns of Kitwan and Dola are the regional hubs, offering an eclectic scene from freewheeling derivative garage on the one hand to groups that channel traditional ceremonial sounds through the matrix of rock on the other. The live music circuit is competitive and any band worth their salt has a vinyl record in the game. The Witch, Peace, Amanazi, Five Revolutions, Blackfoot, all the big names in the north are tethered to Edward Kuzuayo's Zambia Music Parlor record label. And so too are the Fireballs, who drop an album entitled On the Mountain, catalog number ZMPL 14, onto the scene in 1975. At the helm of the Fireballs is rhythm guitarist Mike Kafula, who assembles the group in the early 70s and recruits his nephew Jeff Mulenga into the frontman position. After laying down a solitary 7-inch single with the Fireballs, Mulenga decamps to pursue a career as Jeff and the Explosives in Lusaka. He releases the album Journey to Kasama in 1976. Wimby to look we are, we look at you, love. 
On the mountain, Fireballs begin a relationship with soul singer Teddy Chisi, backing him on the Zambia Music Parlor album Limbikani.
Sekala chalo bane Bane bose fwe kala chalo bane Tuleke fyongo tule umfana pamo Tuvengo mtu umo wine bane rubbed off from Teddy Chissy. The tapes are mastered and sequenced, but the album doesn't make it into production. Kafula ends up with the masters and puts them on the shelf, and even after Zambia's last reel-to-reel players are decommissioned, he remains hopeful that Dots will have a future. The album is released for the first time, 42 years later, in 2020. government to broadcast Zambian content, a popular figure on the local rock scene makes an unlikely appearance on national television. A mop of thick dreadlocks hang down over his shoulders, partially concealing the American Confederate States flag on his tank top. Brandishing an electric guitar oozing with the most ferocious and obnoxious fuzz tones, he sneers at the camera and leans into the microphone. Hi people, hi people, we bring you Ngozi family! Yeah, we bring you the song Day of Judgment. Day of Judgment, God is calling. All the sinners will go to hell. Some of the Christians will go to paradise. What do you think about it, people? 
This is Paul Ngozi, the stage name of Paul Dobson Nyirongo, born 10 January 1949, and he leads a group called Ngozi Family. Their debut, Day of Judgment, was released on Zambia Music Parlor, and heads turned. The word Ngozi means danger in the Bantu languages of Central and Southern Africa, and it's the theme of the 1977 album 45,000 Volts. His proto-punk power trio consists of Chrissy Zabitembo on drums and Tommy Mwale on bass, and the track he's presenting is Nizaka Pangangosi. You should have respect when you come to my house, he sings in a snaky stream of chinyanja, punctuated by Tembo's beefy tom-toms and brash snare. I don't want to do too much talking. Too much talking brings gossip, and I know how to butt heads. <laughs> Yeah. 
at the height of his powers in 1977. He's crafted a singular Zambian rock style, marked by simplicity, spontaneity, and a palette of guitar tone that nobody can emulate. He's a natural-born frontman, but he also participates in the recording projects of his old friend and drummer, Chrissy Zabitembo, most notably on an album in 1976 entitled My Ancestors. Fishermen come out from the river The waves are coming to blow you out Oh, fishermen, come out, please See everybody is running away Oh, people, let's say, oh, fishermen, please Gozi family also lends its backing to Jesper Salia for the London recording of the album Giant Steps.
As the 1970s wear on, Ngozi family gives way to recordings by Paul Ngozi, presenting as a solo artist on the Stark and Raw Ghetto album of 1978. Can't you hear me? I'm shouting Can't you hear me? Babe, I'm shouting The of the solo artist marks a notable shift in the Zamrock scene in the mid-1970s. Ricky Ililonga is the first to step away from Musutunia to release a solo album on which he plays all the instruments, starting a wave of auteur recordings with the same do-it-all ethos. Keith Mlevo responds with love and freedom, and Ricky Banda's Niwanja Walwa Mawisho follows in 1976. The album is the second release on Teal Records' Zambezi imprint, following the seminal Lazy Bones by which it opens with a brooding downer track called Who's That Guy?
Ricky Bunda is primarily a bassist, but he performs all duties on the recording with the exception of drums. He appears on the album cover in hip regalia holding his fingers up in a peace symbol, while his other hand waves a traditional African ceremonial fly swat. Banda cut his teeth playing bass in groups with Ililonga and Mlevu, but the path to his solo debut came via the Dr. Footswitch album Liquid Iron in 1975, to which he contributed almost half of the songwriting duties. Now we stand and we sing in Otenta, and we all wish you to come along and sing with us. On the track Let's Get Up Brothers, Banda gently implores his fellow country men and women to stop drinking beers whenever we drive. the messages of the government, and the album tackles some of the social ills caused by alcohol. Banda also offers up the patriotic Fue Buena Zambia, meaning We Zambians. It's a sentiment shared by the band Five Revolutions on their debut album Boyfriend. We Zambians, we don't want war. We got back our country by working together and uniting people. 
well done, our Father Kaunda. Overseer of the land. title from the band's original name. Five Revs is one of the core trio in the Zambia Music Parlor camp alongside The Tinkles and Blackfoot. They record three Zamrock albums for the label before reinventing themselves as a Kalindula outfit for a fourth album in the 1980s. Their lush third album, Mrs. Brown, is one of Zamrock's most perplexing documents. A killer album with a pressing defect, a hiss that persists through both sides. Let's 
It's a watershed release for Zambian popular music and an album that foreshadows the passing of Zamrock and the arrival of Kalimula in the 1980s. Five Revolutions took its Afrocentric cues from regional music practices and translated traditional ceremonial sounds that employed a single string bass and hand drums into a stage band music context with amplified instruments. The case in point is the Bye. 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 Bye.
Revolutions created the future of Zambian popular music with this track. In the greater scheme of things, Zamrock was a stepping stone that allowed Zambian musicians to experiment with the musical identity of the emerging nation, flirting with global currents, mixing and blending them with local motifs, and ultimately synthesizing a genre akin to sukus in the Congo or jit in Zimbabwe. Five Revolutions' final offering, Kashasun Endoshi, in the 1980s, bears no resemblance to Boyfriends in 1975, but the band were at the top of their game musically, and it had taken the story of Zamrock to get there. Thank you for listening. This podcast series was created by Jason Kanoy of Strawberry Rain Music and Callum McNaughton of Sharp Flat Records. Much respect and gratitude to our featured artists, creators and storytellers. Be sure to watch the Story of Zamrock documentary to put a face to the voices you heard here.